Station. Let's welcome in Deputy Fire Marshal Richie Valdez is joining us right now. Richie, thanks for the time. Always a busy time, uh, I, I guess, this time of year for the firefighters of Colorado Springs. How are you? Good. How are you doing this afternoon? I am doing great. Before we start talking about the frozen fire sprinkler situation, uh, I, I, I'm sure you're aware that Dickie's Barbecue Pit is going to be uh, uh, celebrating and donating 50% of their sales for the day to the Colorado Springs Fire Department on January 26th. That's a Friday from 11 to 9 as uh, they're going to have Firefighter Appreciation Day. When you hear businesses like this that do these types of things, what, what goes through your mind? Uh, number one is the support we have from our community here in Colorado Springs. Uh, we get nothing but positive feedback from our community. Um, Colorado Springs' motto is to provide the highest level of customer service, and we know it's being appreciated by all our community members. So we definitely appreciate it and definitely not going to pass a, a meal by. So we <laughs> yeah. appreciate uh, Dickies and, and all the su- uh, support we get from the businesses locally. Yeah, no question about it. All right, let's get into this. Uh, we got that cold snap moving in. They, they call it an Arctic blast. You know, it's a it's a it's an Arctic. Uh, uh, I can't remember what they call it. What, Justin, what what is it? An Arctic um, polar a polar vortex is going to be moving in towards the end of the weekend. But these these frozen fire sprinklers in businesses are really important. First of all, from a from a fire uh, fighting perspective, how much does the fire department rely on these sprinklers to work properly in businesses? Uh, excellent question. Uh, I personally, in, uh, I'm the deputy fire marshal over fire construction services, and it starts with our team in plan review side. So I have my uh, uh, subject matter, uh, some sorry, subject matter experts that look over these plans initially. Then we have our inspection team that will go out on finals to inspect it. Uh, our number one thing is again to have these systems code compliant, and it's for the safety of our occupants of these buildings. Um, so if, if these systems are not uh, compliant and not working properly, we put our uh, citizens at risk, and uh, CSFD's number one uh, priority is life safety. Absolutely, and we had those the, the businesses in the downtown area, the, um, the Jerusalem restaurant and se- several others that were affected by that fire. Um, not, not going into detail, but were those sprinklers working properly? Yes, and uh, along with our sprinklers uh, working properly, we started on the front end on uh, construction services side for the plan review and inspections, but uh, part of the Division of Fire Marshal is we have a code compliance section, which uh, we have some more Inspector 2s that they're uh, out there on their either annually um, two to three years out, depending on the building, to do their inspection. So we're doing our due diligence to keep the systems up. Uh, we do ask the business owners to do their part if they if they see something, say something. Um, number one, having a licensed contractor work on their system. That's that's one of the mm-hmm. safest, most important step to start off with is make sure you have an accredited person working on your system. Yeah, that's really important. And, you know, just looking at the sprinkler systems themselves for, for business owners, you know, they're, they're, they're busy trying to make a dollar, right? So they don't really kind of look at the system and go, yeah, that it's there. It's not leaking. It looks like it might work. But what are some of the routine maintenances, maintenance things that, that, that businesses can do when it comes to, you know, the drum and, and, and other parts of the systems? 
Well, as it relates to the drums, we want to ensure that uh, the valves are in the properly position. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, what happens is condensation and or leftover water, if there is any kind of leaking, uh, stores in that position. Temperatures that were going to occur over the weekend causes freezing, and then when it thaws out, then it starts uh, the overall effect with uh, sprinkler breaks. Oh, and do they? Is there an area in a spring? And this is kind of an interesting question because I I don't know. But is there an area where where homeowners can or business owners can actually put antifreeze concentrates into their system? Actually, there are systems out there that do have uh, antifreeze uh, concentrations in the systems. Um, when it comes to that, the building owner should be familiar with their system. If not, they should again have uh, a a person that they work with that knows what's in their systems. We don't, our important part that we want to get out is that we don't have professionals working on these systems, whether it's an antifreeze, a dry system, a wet system. We want to make sure the system from the time we did a, a certificate of occupancy to sign off the building is actually up to date and staying consistent with the working function of the system. Okay. And and then final question, and we really do appreciate your time. Is is simply keeping the temperature up, like heating the property? Isn't that uh, the, the most one of the most important things you can do with the system? Yes, actually, if uh, if occupants uh, can keep their uh, their their building uh, warm, I know that uh, sometimes we like to uh, lower the temperature for for costs, and we understand that piece. But keeping the uh, the temperatures at a reasonable level, uh, especially. Uh, for us, it's uh, areas above 40 degrees. Uh, that's what we try to promote through winter and okay. the spring months. But uh, one of the other things I want to make note is that uh, checking thermostats in the, the vacant and unoccupied areas of a structure, um, keep those set. Even though the, the building's vacant, when you turn it all the way off, you just lose all your heat. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. For you and everybody else at the fire department, our hats go off to you. I mean, I can't even imagine fighting fires when temperatures are below zero. That must be miserable. But we really appreciate the work that you do. Tell everybody hello for us, and you're welcome back anytime you want. Thanks for joining us again, Deputy Fire Marshal Richie Valdez. Thanks again. Thank you. Have a good day, and we appreciate the support from the community.